0: Hey, welcome to Dream Stories. This is Michael and Elisa French, and we're going to spend some time again today talking about dreams.
1: Wow. I'm disappointed. Why? Not because we're not, I mean, we're going to talk about dreams, but I'm disappointed that you didn't have any. I didn't push any of the buttons.
0: I pushed all the buttons last week. No.
1: We're going to rewind. I pushed
0: pushed all the buttons last week, so.
1: (laughs) I like the intro. You like the intro. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, here's the intro. Hey, it's Michael French. Welcome to Dream Stories. We're here with my wife, Alicia, and we're going to be talking about dreams today.
1: And y'all missed, yes, and everyone missed my puppet dance.
0: That's true. (laughs) Thankfully, (laughs) they missed your puppet dance. Okay. Okay.
1: So, I get to choose topic today. You get
0: to choose topic today because I chose topic last time.
1: You choose topic almost every time. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not arguing about it.
1: (laughs) Well, if it doesn't go well, we'll go back to the old way of doing things. Okay, sounds good. So this week, I thought something really interesting happened. What's that? Well, you were asleep, and I was beside you, and you were struggling with um, just something. I didn't know what. Well, I've I've been with you before in the middle of the night when you were struggling with. Start making all these weird noises and everything. Well, so I didn't know what was about to happen. Things
0: happen when I'm asleep.
1: Well, I also know,
0: think things are in the room sometimes when I'm asleep. So I know, I know. Oh not my. dreams. I just think things are in the room. It has nothing to do with oh, anything. Listen, spiritual. you have
1: you have scared me. I know many a times. It's true. You're a very lucid dreamer sometimes. But anyway, um, so you're. I can tell you're you're twitching and you're kind of going. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. So I knew you were kind of like, okay. Yeah. I thought, should I wake him? Should I not? I don't know. And so I just
0: if people could have only seen you when you said I was twitching and going, you sort of did the whole body motions too. So okay, go ahead. I am sorry.
1: Maybe one day we'll have cameras.
0: I know soon. Yeah. It's coming.
1: Anyway, so I kind of gently tried to rub your arm calm you because I thought sometimes there are things which is this is really interesting topic but sometimes you can be thinking about things while you're dreaming and or while you're dreaming you'll you'll hear something in the natural and it will incorporate into your dream have you ever
0: had that happen yeah that's I mean that's very legitimate and very real I mean I think think sometimes people think dreams are not spiritual experiences because that happens at times. Yeah.
1: So I was rubbing your little arm, trying to make sure you were okay, and I thought maybe so I would appear. In, <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought maybe you would think your wife is there, and that would incorporate into your dream. But that's, that is not what happened, is it?
0: It's not what happened. But So
1: I woke you up. A little while, I, I finally jostled you awake because you were still very disturbed over something, and I didn't know what, and I was like, Michael, are you okay?
0: I, I was fine. Once I got <laughs> through the fact the aliens invaded the middle of my dream, just suddenly appeared, and oh. this woman alien just suddenly <laughs> appeared in the middle of my dream.
1: Okay, so. Hmm,
0: seems like it was about the time somebody may have been rubbing my arm, maybe. <laughs>
1: So you, you dream, we're not going to interpret this dream. That's not what the point of this, this episode is. No, the android
0: alien needs interpretation. I think, no, go ahead, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, we may get to that, but that's not the purpose of what we're talking about. What we're talking about today for everyone who's listening is sometimes there can be outside influences that just happen that can influence our dream. I thought you might p- imagine me, and I thought your dream might just kick in and I would be there and... I would be rubbing your arm no matter what was happening. I was bringing you comfort. But it wasn't like that at all. I said, Michael, what happened? And you said, there was this alien, and it was trying to read my mind. at first, it was hurting people, and I was trying to decide if it was going to hurt me. And so I was kind of standing back waiting and watching.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, actually the whole dream kind of shifted because I was having a cool Indiana Jones exploring the cave dream. yeah. And then somebody opened the door at the other end of the cave and everything went haywire and the aliens started walking down the street.
1: And then when she got up to you, she started rubbing your arm. arm.
0: (laughs) She did. (laughs) She grabbed my hands and looked in my eyes and tried to learn our language by staring in my eyes.
1: And you said you had like these little digits there. Little
0: little, uh, data flashing across my eyelids, kind of like the Matrix thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry that I interrupted your cool Indiana Jones dream but it's just something you know to think about that there are outside influences one time a phone rang while I was dreaming so that it went got into my dream and I was dreaming that someone was phoning me when actually the phone really was weak ringing and I awoke and I was like oh I need to get the phone
0: yeah it, it, and, and things can shift I mean in my dream we went completely from Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark to Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, and it's like one was a great movie and the other was <laughs>
1: not not a good movie, not so good. <laughs> so it was. So the lesson it, we can take away from it is we don't necessarily need to disturb people's dreams, or if we think we, now there have been times where I really have struggled like with. Like I felt like something demonic was in my dream and I wanted someone to wake me up. That's sometimes I have compassion towards you because I don't want you to be in that place where you can't wake up. And, you know, sometimes there's those paralyzing dreams that are scary.
0: Dark dreams and paralyzing type dreams and and demonic inspired dreams, fear dreams, nightmares or night terrors. Those are things that sometimes people can help you overcome by stopping them. Right. And, um... You don't always know, so I don't think that was a bad thing that you were engaging in that that sweet effort to sort of bring comfort. But it does paint the picture and point out that we do deal with those issues with things can influence our dreams from the outside. Yeah. And they can stop dreams, so we don't have a complete dream at times. Or things will wake us up and startle us awake, and we only have a piece of a dream. Mm -hmm. Um, Or things like that. And it doesn't mean the dream doesn't have value. Just because something from the outside begins to get incorporated into it doesn't mean we don't have value in that dream.
1: Well, I was thinking, one of the things I thought was interesting was you went back to sleep, and I couldn't sleep all night long. I I don't know what it was. I was just very wakeful. And um, you had it, you were dreaming again. And I did. Similar stuff happened.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember that one.
1: It was something about spiders.
0: It was, but I don't remember. No,
1: it's okay. So I don't, I'm bringing this up for a point. Sometimes people say they don't dream.
0: And many times it's just they don't remember the They dream.
1: don't re- remember. And honestly, you really don't remember your dreams a lot of the time. I but don't. You I think I dreamed. probably dream a lot more I was, than
0: I think I do.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think you, well, I've never doubted that you dreamed. I just don't think you always remember them. For some reason, maybe I have more wake cycles. You know, maybe I wake up more and, and remember in the middle of the night. Whereas you may not wake up as often. You may sleep a lot heavier than me. And so I may tend to remember my dreams a little better. And I know I remember the ones that I dream most recent early that morning more so than the ones that I dreamed in the middle of the night. So if I have a dream at midnight, I tend not to remember that one as well.
0: But you do tend to remember four or five dreams in a (laughs) night, whereas I'm doing well to remember one. And that just speaks to the different nature of the way we recall things. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's a good, a good thing for people to understand too, is we both value dreams highly and teach on it and travel. I travel and teach on it. You go with me and teach on it. We value dreams highly. And yet you remember a lot of them and I don't remember very many of them. And so it's not the quantity of the dreams you remember that cause you to value them. It's the quality of what, how God speaks to us or how mm-hmm. we hear or listen to what's being said in the dreams that counts. The dreams I remember always speak to me about They something. definitely
1: do. And yours are usually ones that are very significant for you. Whereas for me, I think, and, and everybody's different for me. I tend to remember several through the night and Rather than them being like epic dreams or dreams that seem so important that I um, have this heavy interpretation time for all of them, I kind of interpret mine as I as I feel of their importance. Does that make sense? So, like, I, I don't journal all my dreams, but I do journal ones that I feel are very significant. The other ones may just be self corrective for the day or for the week. You know, self-conditioned dream, what, what, what am I experiencing right now? You know, so anyway.
0: Well, I think that's a good point, that sometimes dreams, particularly people who remember lots of their dreams, sometimes those dreams are for the moment. Yeah. They're not life-changing dreams. They're not dreams that are giving... Course correction for the rest of your life or a calling to your new destiny and purpose. Sometimes they are just that hey, pay attention. This is mm-hmm. something going on, or this is why this is happening, or this is something you need to correct for today's activity as opposed yeah. to your life's activity. And those are just as valuable and just as important. And when you dream a lot, I know we run it, we, we really encourage people to journal their dreams, to write down their dreams as an as an indication of the value that they're placing on those dreams. And I think it helps you to remember them when you write them down. That's one of those techniques that helps you remember. You write down even a piece of a dream that you remember, and it helps you start remembering more of your dreams because, A, you're focusing on it, Mm -hmm. and, B, you're showing God who's giving the dream you value it. Right. So we encourage people to do that. But then when people like you have tons and tons and tons of dreams multiple dreams per night it can get very tedious to write those down and it's not necessarily required to show the value you place on those dreams that you write them down it's responding to the dream that actually shows the real value that you place on it
1: yeah so even like um well, I want to talk about that in a minute, like how much value I place on things sometimes and how I may let things slip away from me a little bit, um, which is not good. But I don't want to be so caught up in every single dream I have that that's all I can think about, talk about. You know, I, we live our lives, right? We don't want to yeah. get so obsessed and, and unequally, you know, balanced in our Christian walk. You know, we don't want to just say, oh, all we can think about is some ethereal place and Well, and because experience. there's a balance.
0: There's a balance between living our life and having an impact in the natural world around us or being so consumed with the spiritual that we're no earthly good. You hear people talk about that. You're yeah. so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. Right. I, I'm not completely sure I buy into that statement. But I think when we get consumed by heavenly things to such a way that we don't pay any attention to the world around us, there is an issue. Yeah. I mean, we have, for, for those who are Christians who listen to this, they'll be familiar with the story of Elijah and Elisha, and Elisha wouldn't have been as much of an impact on the, on the earth as he was. He wouldn't have carried what we look back into First and Second Kings and the story about Elisha. We look back to the double portion that he carried, how he did so many amazing things he wouldn't have been able to do that if he had been so caught up when his father his, his spiritual father uh, was caught away mm-hmm. that if he had been so focused on all the supernatural stuff around him instead of on watching his father and seeing him as he went which was the condition that was given to him he he wouldn't have got he wouldn't have had what he did he could have been literally so supernaturally minded mm-hmm. that he was not going to be any earthly good. He had a balance. Right. He saw the supernatural things, the amazing spiritual things around him. He engaged in with them and valued them. But then he also kept his eyes in the right focus on how the people around him uh, wh- what they were experiencing, and how he could impact and help the people around him after that. So yeah. I think that's a good illustration of how we balance those things.
1: Well, not only that. I mean, think about Joseph, right? He understood dreams, but he was put over Pharaoh's huge supply of food and how to handle the, the whole crisis that that nation was going through at that time. That's a pretty big job.
0: Yeah, he couldn't have so possibly he was, spent all his time doing right. dreams he had work that had to be done and interestingly it was work that had to be done because of a dreamy interpreted.
1: exactly that's my point you yeah. know it's it's not always about <clears throat> you know what we think it may be i mean there's there's other things involved it's not just about you know my dream uh, but i was also going to talk to you about i wanted to mention as well that this the other dream you had it was something about spiders but you couldn't remember the whole thing so sometimes we we Refer to that scripture in Proverbs where, you know, we we only know a portion of it. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to search it out. So so what happens when you have a partial dream? Do we pray over that and we say, okay, Lord, reveal that to me. If there's something there, do we just let it go? Why does that happen? You know, can you give a few reasons why those happen sometimes? Because people may want to know, why is it that I can only just remember a piece? And are there techniques that unlocks Those dreams for us sometimes.
0: Well, I think one of the key reasons we often only remember a piece of a dream is when we're first coming to a place of trying to pay attention to our dreams at all. Mm -hmm. And we'll start to remember fragments of dreams so that we can value them, we can write them down, we can connect with them, and then we begin to remember more. There are other times when we only remember part of a dream because we're awakened, startled, uh, something goes on, We it, it's a dream late in the evening, or actually like you'd say early in the morning, late in your sleep cycle, and so it doesn't finish before you naturally wake up even. So a lot of things like that can cause partial dreams. And I would say that there there's actually a passage in Job, Job 33, that talks about... Uh, When deep sleep falls on men and, 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 you know, God speaks in dreams and these different things. And then it says something very interesting when it says, and God seals their instructions to keep them from pride. So sometimes partial dreams are only the portion of the dream that God allows us to remember. And the balance of the dream, not just the interpretation, but the balance of the dream is actually sealed or hidden because maybe God was saying something to us. Maybe there was something being revealed to us that w- if we knew it in our conscious mind, we would begin to be, good. be prideful about right. it. And so our spirit knows it, and thus we have what we need from it, but our conscious mind has it sealed away. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's one place you really can't recapture that. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything about that. That's a place where we're... It's sealed for a purpose, and it's not necessarily beneficial for us to try and force the process of remembering it. Uh, I think if you want to look at, for the other reasons, various reasons, we, we only get portions of dreams. How do we deal with it? That is, uh, first of all, we start changing our habits. Yeah. We s- go to sleep in a greater state of peace. Okay. Uh, so that we dream earlier in the evening. So we're not... Entering into that, see, see, you have to recognize the natural cycle of things as well as how God uses it. There's a natural sleep cycle, and it's in our REM sleep state that we dream. That's when our our, uh, for me, I know what the science says about it, but for me, that's when my natural man, my mind, my will, and my emotions are at their calmest point, and what is at its most alert point is my spirit man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, if I go to sleep earlier, my body enters that REM state. Quicker, and I actually have more REM sleep through the night, allowing me to remember more of the dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, setting a, an alarm clock. For getting up, an alarm clock jars us awake. Naturally, waking up is a much better way to remember your dreams. Yeah,
1: and we don't know what is released when that alarm clock goes off. There could be a little bit of adrenaline, a shock, yeah. you know, to our system. And that kind of allows the dream just to be poof, it just goes away. We it, might be in the middle of it, it and it's it. just gone.
0: Yeah. Now, so, I would so recommend. <coughs> I don't want people to be late for work or things like that. What you do is you just, if you know it takes you an hour to get ready to leave for work. Then you set your alarm clock at exactly an hour from the time you need to leave, and then you get up when the alarm clock goes off, unlike some people I know, <laughs> sitting across the what table.
1: What are you saying? You.
0: Well, you, you tend to hit snooze a lot.
1: On the not anymore. Thing.
0: Well, that's true. not anymore. to. You used to hit it a lot.
1: Oh, I, I, I live by snoozes.
0: Yeah. So... You, <laughs> <laughs> live I did spaces. used to
1: do that a lot. I don't anymore. I'm well, actually more wakeful. And actually, I wake up more naturally. Of your I do. I do. Now, the other thing is, a lot of times people don't realize that we do have sleep cycles. And I've heard some people say, well, I really don't sleep very well. I wake up, you know, like every 45 minutes to an hour. But that's a sleep cycle. That is not uncommon. Now, some people may be more wakeful than others. I've done a little bit of research on the sleep cycle. And, you know, we talked about REM and you have all these different levels of sleep that you go into. Some are very deep and you don't really dream during that time. And your body's almost in a paralyzed state many times while you're, well, it is most of the time while you're sleeping. So you don't actually flail or make movements. It's just God's design.
0: Sometimes that didn't work for me.
1: That's true. It's just God's design. And I think sometimes we may be in that still, that place when we feel paralyzed in a dream, that we're, that's our body not allowing us to move or do anything. That's why we can't talk, why we can't scream for help, because our body keeps us from doing that. or Because of the way God created us. Yeah. But sometimes I think during that sleep cycle, we may wake up every 45 minutes to an hour. We get in this place where we think, oh, I'm not getting good rest, so I need a sleep aid to help me sleep. And then we take the sleep aid, and we sleep all night long but we don't remember our dream.
0: Or sometimes we don't even dream at a level we could remember it. Yeah. Because, see, that's another thing people forget. Partial dreams we don't value because we think, how could it have value? But that that's a the stepping stone to remembering more of our dreams. And then um, drug-related dreams, whether it be a legal drug like a sleep aid or an illegal drug or a, an antibiotic or Uh, an anti-nausea drug, or any number of medications or drugs can get into our system and impact our sleep. And that's one of the types of dreams that people have that we call uh, uh, medicated dreams or drug-induced dreams or or, or things of that nature. Chemical dreams is what we tend to call them because they're induced either by the chemicals in the food we ate or the chemicals of a drug we took. And those can cause some really crazy dreams Mm -hmm. because they spark things in our brain, in our physical being that impact our dream. And it can make it very difficult to interpret those type dreams. Doesn't mean they can't be interpreted. Doesn't mean they don't have any value, but it can make them very difficult to interpret because you have to sort through more of what I call fluff. Yeah. Junk that just got tossed into the dream that really didn't have meaning. But it's there from the, it's induced by the chemicals in the drugs or the alcohol or the, right. the um, uh, medication or the, even some cases, food that you ate. Pizza drains are real. Mm-hmm. Spicy foods are chemically induced Certain Even pregnancy,
1: people have really strange pregnant dreams. Pre- strange I have some Really strange dreams. pregnant yep. dreams. So, yep.
0: Okay. And we oh. don't have time to talk about Now pregnancy don't. dreams are pretty cool because sometimes the baby and the mother can dream together, and and that's a scientific issue that's come up, not just something we talk about. From and oh, that's cool. just really cool as well. Yeah. So,
1: what well, can I shift gears a little bit because I have a question about something that happened this week. Yeah. Um. So there was an instance where. I had mentioned a few weeks ago about having a precious dream about my mom and how about there was a friend of mine who um, was involved in this dream and I was going to share something with them and I I didn't. Um, you didn't share it? I didn't share it.
0: Yeah, because we talked about it on the show and then you didn't. Share it with them. Do you remember what the dream was?
1: Oh, I mean, I do. I just didn't want to. I wasn't sure if you <laughs> want to come Well, you had to go through the whole thing, but right. you
0: can. I mean, people could go back to about what three weeks ago, roughly.
1: Yeah, three or four weeks ago. Uh, I think it was June 21st, the one we posted on June 21st, or that's when I shared it. I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but anyway, it was uh, regarding my mom, but in the dream. Uh, my friend was struggling with taking care of his mom and there were some things he was having to make choices and decisions and she was kind of frustrated with him and I was saying to him be patient you don't know when the next time you don't know when you'll see your loved one last in that moment my mother hugged me I didn't know she was standing beside me it was very precious and I won't go to it but you can go and listen to it in all the details but I said at the end of that we were talking about the different levels in a dream and First of all, we felt like it was a Holy Spirit moment. It was also an encounter that the Lord allowed me to have my mom. So it, it came like it was three levels we talked about. And then at the end, I was like, you know, really, there's four levels because I really need to call my friend and encourage them. And I didn't do it. And his mom actually passed away um, last week, I think. So it was a lesson to me not to forget. not how do you handle that? Because I, I I struggle with. Do I call them and say, "Hey, it could be that your mom's about to pass." I wasn't sure of that, but I thought that's what it could mean. But I didn't want to just call and say, "Hey, your mom's about to pass." That's a pretty heavy thing. Well, you know, so I didn't feel about, like I should do that.
0: But yeah, and we talk about the idea. It's generally not the best idea to do that. We dream. You know, somebody passing away in a dream doesn't typically mean that that person is going to pass away. Now, God can speak to people in that way, and it just happens that God does speak to you about people passing away fairly regularly in your dreams. We, you, we are aware of us, many times we've been aware that someone's life was nearing its end out of dreams you've had, but that is not the normal across the board. It's more normal for you as you deal with dreams but it's not the normal across the board, so I would have said to most people, "Don't share that pray.
1: Or I could have called and said, "Hey, you may be having a. I had a dream about you. You may be struggling with taking care of your mom right now. Just be encouraged that you know. Just be patient. God knows where you are. You know, I could have left it at that.
0: You could, but in the same in the same way, it can be a thing where uh, not sharing then. But sharing now, which is what happened, you mm-hmm. shared that dream earlier today mm-hmm. with our, our friend. He happens to be a police officer here in, in town and, and a good friend of ours. And we learned, uh, didn't hear about his mom passing away. Well, we you told me today. I was shocked. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we learned through some circumstances of, of where the service was held, where I happened to stop by this week, that it had happened. And... Uh, Then you were able to share with him. And he was, he had been walking through a series of things to bring peace and comfort to him that he had lost his mom. And this became, this dream actually, had it been shared back then, three or four weeks ago, actually might not have had as much impact as it did today, giving him an affirmation that God had been with him through the whole process. Because one of the things I thought was cool is he went back and listened to the podcast. And so it's documented the date it occurs and all this kind of things. And in your dream, he his mom was really getting on him about some things because she wanted to she wanted things her way. She was needing a lot of care, uh, you know, uh, nursing home type care and a lot of support for her health. And she really is jumping on him really hard. And I thought it was really cool because when you talked to him today, he said. You know, I think around that time is when she was in the hospital and she just really got all over me about wanting to go home, not back to the nursing home. And I think when they listened to it and checked the dates, the date we shared it on the air was almost exactly the date that his mom was in the hospital and all this was going on. So that brings a lot of affirmation and confirmation because it was documented and it was clear and you have a friend who trusts you that you're not going to make it up. Right, right. Uh, But so that allowed the after the fact, impact to the dream to have. Uh, significance for your friend.
1: I hope so, but I was like, uh, "Oh my goodness, I wasn't. forgot. And I should have." And you know, sometimes you just don't think things like that are going to happen. But you're right; we don't want to just call people and say, "Hey, I had a dream that so and so is about to pass away." You know, you don't you don't do things like that. That's not a uh, that's not a good thing to do. It's better to pray because sometimes it we it's like we've said it can be a spiritual death or dying to something or something like that. Right.
0: So. And and when it is real. It's it's not always necessary to tell somebody it's about to happen when it does mean something really is going to happen. It's not always necessary. In this case, the comfort was just as strong after the fact. And honestly, I don't know that the dream directly said she's about to pass away. No, as much as it said you're going through a difficult season and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's there's some something powerful in that as well. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
1: Okay, that was it. That's that was all I had today on my my list of things to do. So, do you have anything you would like to cover?
0: <laughs> Look at that grin on your face. If I could take a, I may take a picture and just post it online Please. of the Don't. grin you had on your face when you said that. Um No, I mean I think. No, that, I mean uh, tell people is, if
1: they want to know how about what we're doing, or maybe this is the first time they've listened to a podcast. Maybe yeah. you want to tell them what we do and how they can get in touch with us if they want to give us some feedback.
0: Yeah, we'll take a few minutes here as we close things out. And just remind you, visit our uh, website at uh, www.mydreamstories.com or you can visit us on Facebook at Dream Stories Podcast. I think that's the way you act. I think if you just look up Dream Stories, it pops up on Facebook. Uh, All of our podcast information, our videos on symbols and what symbols can potentially mean in dreams, all those things are posted there on our website and on the Facebook page. And they're great places to just drop us a note, leave Mm -hmm. us a message, uh, send us a message, drop us a note on a comment, just tell us what you're thinking. Rate us on iTunes and Google Play and the different podcasting services we'd love to to, to have that help and it does it does have an impact on the podcast itself. The higher ratings that podcasts get that that podcasts get, the more frequently they show up in search engines. So mm-hmm. if it's valuable to you, then yeah. you can rate us and comment and refer and things of that nature because all that goes into the process of ranking the dr- uh, the podcast so that other people can pick up on it as well. So. That's
1: a good point. And so we, we've gotten a couple of things that were good feedback for us this week. Not always positive. I mean, somebody said, yeah, I couldn't hear you really well. And so we went back and we re-examined things. And we yeah, we, we want to look and see, is there something exactly. technically uh, going on that we need to fix? And so, and
0: sometimes those are things on our end and we can fix them. And sometimes they're not. And then we're also we're at least able to say, no, we checked and nobody else is having this issue. So you might want to look at these ideas. Yeah. So we always want to be helpful with that any right. way we can. So it's great to hear from people, both positive and those things that are constructive criticism yeah. to help us uh, grow and increase and improve what we're doing. So it's awesome. That's uh, we, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to give to support what we do, you can do that on the website. I think you can also do it through the Facebook page, but there's a, uh, a donation button on the website. Uh, if you want to give, please feel free to contribute to help support what we're doing. Uh, but pray for us, comment, donate if you can, and we love to hear from you and have you involved in what we're doing. And we love uh, spending this time together every week. Yep. So till next time, keep dreaming.